informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome back to This Podcast is None of Those Things. It's Brian and Elliot. Elliot, what's happening, buddy? Why? Well, hey, not much, man, but it's wonderful, though. Glad to have you here in the Dirty Dina studio with me. Mm-hmm. So, today, we're talking about a little something that I've been uh, kind of dealing with the last couple weeks. I decided to dip my toe in the online dating pool. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that's how I've been feeling about it. You know, you know that's like that's really the Forrest Gump situation. It's a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Listen, so I searched long and hard for my best pictures and put them up and, you know, agonized over how to answer profile questions because I got on a couple different apps. And, and one thing, I feel like this is something that we can probably talk about in multiple episodes, mm-hmm. like Brian's dating adventures, or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. We, and, 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 so I will not be naming names. I try not, I'll try not to get too specific. I got the perfect theme song for it, too. Oh, God. Uh, welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. I mean, really, the perfect theme song is probably just crickets. <laughs> Either that or the theme song from Psycho. I think, you know what? No, because I, I have to actually, like, you know, get some matches. So I, I've gotten a couple, and listen, I get it. What? I get it. What I know you- what I look like. <laughs> I know I'm not going to be rolling in the matches, but... It'd be nice to have a few. And I have had a couple. I had one thing that's kind of really frustrating about is that, like, when you do the whole, like, like thing and swipes and all that, mm-hmm. and I'm not doing, there's one app I'm specifically not doing. Tinder? Correct. I'm not doing Tinder. Because for all I for all I've heard about Tinder, it's purely a hookup app. Basically, it's a real Tinder boss. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, but they, that model has been adopted by a lot of sites. Right. And so, you go through, and the problem is you, you'll get a notification, so-and-so likes you. Mm-hmm. But you can't see it. Unless you want to subscribe for the low, low price of $30 a month. Right. $30 a month. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it. They need to make money. Right. That doesn't mean I like it, and I'm not doing it. They're not getting my credit card information. And it's like, it, used to, it used to not be that expensive, but of course, inflation. Well, and so that's like the... T- Three that I looked at that had that kind of pricing, that was like the one month price. Uh-huh. But you could also spend like 200 bucks and get the year. And I'm like, 
that's not a very confident like thing in your site if you're like, yeah, go ahead and save by signing up for a year. How much was it? Did you get to check out eHarmony? How much was eHarmony um, costing? I didn't. Um, Cause like, but one that was very closely related to eHarmony. Which one? I'm not naming specifics that I'm on. All right, I'm sorry. All right, all right, all right. So, was was that kind of pricing? Because um, there's there's quite a few of them that are actually owned by one company. Uh huh. I know because because and they're publicly traded. Right. I, and I think I know which one they did because 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 come to find out, like what I did years ago. Because I mean that's how I met my wife. Mm-hmm. Was online dating, right? It worked out. It wasn't the nightmare that, um, ultimately, it has. It was not the nightmare that other folk had had. Yes, but I did run into some. It, like, like pictures only say so much. It's that personality. Like, see, if you're the type of guy like me, it's really not about the looks. Per se, it really comes down to can I talk to you? And if I can't talk to you, there was nothing really there. No, listen, I I agree, and I bought into for a long time. Uh-huh. I bought into the whole idea that Hollywood sells in romantic comedies that you'll just have some kind of meet cute and meet the one. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, like it, it, it can, but I, I think that like you have to be. The more likely that type of thing happens when you're back in a location where you're originally from. The um, because like people from your you don't like all the Hallmark movies. Like, well, I mean, think about it. I mean, because if I was back in my hometown, so like I'd never met to meet you, right? But I was, like, but there was a temptation of me for me, like, um. The midnight train to Georgia, but taking that to Ohio, right? Going back, midnight train to Georgia, right. to Ohio, right? Basically, like the, the c- c- connector train. It happens, I guess, but you know, just try to turn around in the rail yard. But anyway, let's just go with it, right? <laughs> you know, it's a great way to see the country. This episode was supposed <laughs> to be titled "Brian Dips is in the Online Dating Pool." And- right. It's turning into Elliot's kind of a dummy. Right, right like the, the online dating for dummies. Okay, so Dude. like trust me, the, but but it's like but but seriously though, you gotta. But if I was to uh, go back to where I'm from, it's different, right? Because that's putting in that that vibe of like I fit in where like with the folk there, like it, the nuances, the personality, and all that, right? And so, so even if you like don't know everybody. There's still a general way of life about how things are in Finley or in your case, E-Town, right? When you get into like the big cities, like the wonderful metropolis that is Houston, it's a little different. It's a mixed bag, right? You really, a a box of chocolates is not going to cut it. (laughs) Like, talk about, let's put a bag of nuts. (laughs) Yeah. You know, extra salty. Uh, <laughs> so, and that is an interesting thing for you to say, because I do see a lot of kind of salty quotes, mm-hmm. things like tired of the games. If you're not looking for for the real thing, don't hit me up. Like, it's like, 
very kind of abrasive. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yep, X. <laughs> but you know, but here's the thing though. It's it's I think as time has gone on, I think society in general has become I'm not gonna say jaded. We're in a society now where a good portion of folk majority of their interaction with people is online. Whereas even like I've been married for seven years to my wife, right? And me and that, and I'm part of that age group of 45 where, like, it was still, like, your aunt introducing you to a nice young lady or nice lady at the church that you go to, like, and that was, that was your dating. Right. You know, that, that's what, that, and so it was still very much the interpersonal see you in person as part of your natural walk of life in your social setting, somebody from within that. Now, it's like you grew up with your parents telling you not, don't talk to strangers, but if you want a relationship, you got to talk to strangers. And and online dating sites, you know, stranger rules. Right. It's it's just weird. Like, it's tough. I, I've had a tough time, like, answering profile questions mm -hmm. or the writing the about me for mm -hmm. the profile. And right. it's like, you kind of want to put something smart ass about all oh, this stupid freaking dating site, whatever. Mm hmm but then you realize you put that out like I have to think about like if I read that in the profile what do I do mm -hmm. immediately out right you set me up one time mm -hmm. I did been down here I did and you actually you overdid it right I did so I'm gonna bust your chops a little bit mm -hmm. um met this woman at a party at your parents' house yep hit it off. And I hit you up and I said, Elliot, have a party or something and, and invite, you know, so-and-so. Just get me in a room with her again. I want to see. Right. You took it to, like, boom, like, you're giving numbers out. And all of a sudden, like, now the pressure's on, right? Right. <laughs> and it was funny. It, I hope, I, I don't know if you've heard from her or not, definitely not naming names. Mm -hmm. I hope she did find somebody. Right. We finally got together for coffee. It took forever to plan it. Like, we were just mm. both very busy. Mm -hmm. And what I learned is I learned a little bit about my philosophy on dating. Because I was just like, hey, let's sit down, have coffee, talk, mm -hmm. like we had at that party at your parents' house. Right. And see if there's a spark or some chemistry. Right. Well, the conversation ended up going into a lot of, she talked about the process of dating and her, like what she was going through dating. And that kind of killed the vibe for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wasn't, I remember all that. you know, I, I was just like, man, I just, can't we be laid back, talk some stupid shit and see what happens? But y'all, I think y'all, I think y'all were, um, at, at different Stages, see, because 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 I remember oh, very much so. It was very much because because at you at that time, you weren't really the way you are about dating now is not where you were that. Uh, but I think I still am. I'm just actually putting a slightly more effort into actually getting in a room with someone. Right, but so but that even that is a is just that type of shift. Step more serious. Yeah, that yeah, so like that was not where you were then. And, but, you know, for me, after that, that was, I haven't spoken to her since then. Oh, really? Mm. I mean, don't feel like you need to not for my sake. No, I don't feel like that. That's just... <laughs> the one thing 
that I've noticed mm-hmm. is that I don't know who these women have taken their pictures, mm-hmm. but like it's it's almost like they like hire a professional photographer. Okay. For the I'm getting dating profile pictures taken. Like these pictures are amazing. Meanwhile, like mine are like a couple selfies. Like, well, I mean, you gotta understand though. Like <laughs> nowadays, the cameras on the mobile phones are but, like. But still, I mean, yeah. I'm talking about like model pose, like right, crazy backdrops, like right. I mean, like I'm putting up there, like me in a concert. Well, I mean, I will say this. One you took with me and Patty when we were disc golfing. Right. I've got one with Toro on my shoulder. Uh Uh-huh. Like. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, let's just be real. Like, so when I was, like, it was me in your shoes, and that's how I came to Tamika, like, what was a thing I liked about her page and everything about her page is that she didn't have the modeling type. I mean, these are wild. Yeah. The, the level of photography that's going into these pictures, it's like, mm-hmm. who in the hell is taking these pictures? And and I'm just like, and then I'm looking at, like, I'm looking at some of these pictures, mm-hmm. and the settings, it's like, man, I gotta travel more. Right. I all these exotic settings and model poses, and, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I can't keep up with her lifestyle. <laughs> right. <laughs> but and then... Good, good. The the other thing I find interesting is, and I and I really wonder about this, like the sheer number of women that are into camping. There should not be an empty campground anywhere in the immediate area anytime, based on the fact that every woman on every site lists camping as an interest. In the meantime, in the pictures. She's at she's at a poolside brunch drinking mimosas. Uh-huh. Those two things, those two people usually don't intersect. Which means that everything that she's saying on that page is bullshit. Like it's, I don't know if it's necessarily. I don't think it's bullshit with any malice. Hear me out here. All right, go ahead. I think there is a point on those profiles where you start thinking about, well, what's gonna catch me a match? What is the opposite sex into that I can, you know, be into. I have a lot of fun memories of camping, but I'm not putting that on my to-do list. Like, no, no, no. I, I'll go to a cabin. Mm. We can we can build a fire out front of the cabin. That sounds great. Roast some marshmallows, drink some tasty beverages, you know, so on and so forth. I don't need a tent in my life. Mm. Not, not, not digging it. Nah, like, all I said, I, I, that's whole cabin, cabin, tending, camper, RV, whatever. That's, that's never going to be me. Yeah, you're not an outdoor guy. But here's the thing, though. I, I did, it goes from, that goes from a place of the fact that my grandma and grandpa did have campers. I stayed at campgrounds, right? And my family, you know, I'm talking about where my family hails from in southeastern Ohio. Like, so I, I, I served my tour of duty. Like what I mean, I like because because see, it, but here's the reason why it's a reach. That means I have to spend time with you alone to get to that place. Like 
I mean, that seems like the objective of this whole operation. But, 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 but the thing though, but if, if it's just to have sex, like, I like, I wasn't even talking about just on that sense. But, like, I, but here's the thing though, like, I've, I've been to some sites, some sites that even were like religious, like, you know, they were like, you know, you just like, you think that, 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 that they wouldn't be down with having premarital relations before, you know, and all that, right? But only <laughs> to find out that, like, they're just as, like, freaky as, like the, which is funny right? because so it was like on the on the sites I'm on that aren't like that. Mm-hmm. One especially, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like Jesus must be first mm-hmm. in profile things, right? And I'm like, okay, I can get down with that, but to put it that hard out front, mm-hmm. like again, like that's who you are, like. Don't settle for somebody that's not going to align with that value wise, right? But what I found though is that with some, with ones that are that did put that out there like that, those tend to be like the freaker ones of the all. Okay, the the, so, the, the, the the women that 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 um were looking like they were like going like Ric Flair your life, um, <laughs> you know, woo, right? You know, in the, in the, in the photos, end up being the more docile ones. You know, so it was like I've I've, I've seen it like they, they, you know. I guess, like I said, I there's there's one that I I started to join and got my pictures up and started to really fret over the whole about me thing and haven't finished my profile. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, what do I write? I'm not good at writing about myself. Okay, I'm not terribly good at talking about myself. That's why you got me. That's why I talk to you all the time, and I can write about you. Includes all of you listeners. I don't know if I want you to. I like, I like. <laughs> I know how you do with endorsements. And listen, let let me let me go ahead and have 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 at, have at one of your pages. I'll have some Barry White playing in the sound of the background. <laughs> like, look, what about DJ Big Bry? Yeah, he'll bring. That's the thing. He'll bring the sound for the evening. That's the thing. There's two things I have not mentioned. In any way, shape, or form, in any of my current profiles, mm-hmm. and that is DJing or the podcasting, right? And because those t- those two things can both elicit eye roll connotations, there's a lot of mocking of DJs and of podcasters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll we'll get to that. Okay, but there's but, but... so. You're talking to a guy. Here's the thing, though. You're talking to a guy. You know the first question I asked Tamika. What's that on the site? I because because she, she said uh, she had, this is good information. Let me write this down because she had because she had because she had her. She had, so I, I looked through her profile and she talked about the fact that she had an MBA, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there were a couple of women that swore up and down that they had an MBA, right? And I was just like, okay, I was like, being the Yankee that I am. Okay, your your opening line is suddenly like I'm just like okay, I'm just I'm not writing it down because I can already tell by the prefacing story. Yeah. Like just give us the line. As like so, what do you think about IFRS and how that affects you know and what 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 do you think the the business market is going to go with that when it comes to deciding accounting uh, how like U.S. accounting is going going forward for you know do you think it's going to replace the Generally accepted. I almost like we almost need to call your wife. Right I did. I did ask that and she, explain, and I need an explanation from her how that worked. Like, um, he's five years old. 
He can celebrate his birthday. No, 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 no. I understand proof. I DJ'd your wedding. Like, yeah, it you worked. Were, it, but I want to know how that worked. Because uh, I asked her about it. I talked to, you know, I just talked about it. And she says she almost didn't answer the question because it was that. Yeah. But, but it's crazy person. But the reason why I asked, though, because I needed to know that, because seeing that talking is so important to me, like, you don't understand. I had gone through like, like, uh, in a, I was in a relationship where somebody was like an adult still trying to watch like, you know, children's MTV programming, and so like, last thing I needed was to be in a relationship with somebody that I would be like, wait, you didn't want to sit down on a Saturday night and watch a sixteen and pregnant marathon? No, I didn't. I didn't want to watch Real Housewives of any city. I didn't like, you know, I like, I, I, I didn't. I wanted an, I wanted an adult conversation. I wanted to actually like. Can we gonna start having one of those in here? Like, I, like I've known you for twenty years. That's kind of like where we we're, we're stuck where we are with each other. <laughs> like so, I just, I just wanted that, and so I like I and the first thing I wanted to wanted to know is whether or not this MBA was bullshit. You know, like so if you if you have an MBA, so so if you're MBA, like this is this is a question that you should be able to answer, right? And given all the credentials that she was saying that she had, I'm like, let me just ask a question that only she would be like, answer. I get it. It's, it's a, for a job interview. Yeah, but yeah, but I, I am blown away that that's the line that worked. That's that's what I went with. That's the woman you married. You dropped that line. Yes, I showed him the love of your. Life. I have no shame in it whatsoever. Because because it was is the because for me all of the online dating because I because at that point I had dated several women. Right. This is what the, it wasn't like. It wasn't like and that makes my hey, how's it going? No, like no, that's a, that's not a winner. How about like like you know? It wasn't like she answered immediately. I mean, so I mean, it sounds like she had to write out a dissertation, do some research. Yeah, but you know, but this thing though, like come at you with some charts and graphs. I mean, I did all the other. I mean, because I, I I did all the like quote unquote traditional styles of interactions stuff like that, right? And I got some very interesting women. That they were good, they would be good for other men, <laughs> not for me. I like, so, I like, because some, some of them, because you know, I'm a, I like, I literally felt like some I wanted to like walk to the kitchen of the restaurant and grab the ice pick. And like, and it just, like, I had a headache, I need to be, I need to be cured. So, like I said, I've, I've gotten to the, the message exchanging point with a, with a couple women now. Mm -hmm. And the the very first match I got, she messages me. Mm. I'm like, oh, look at this. Cool. She wants to take the messaging to text. She doesn't get on this app much. Does not hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. I give her my number. She immediately texts me. And what made me laugh is she asked me for a current picture. So I sent her one that was literally from two seconds after the first one on my profile. Mm -hmm. Because I had just taken a picture like the week before at the concert I was at. Mm -hmm. And it didn't scare her off. So I was like, all right, you know, there's progress here. And I'm talking to her. and But every time I ask her something, I just get the most basic answer. And I'm getting nothing. Just nothing. Ask her, what kind of music you're into? And she says, what kind of music? What about you? Like it's literally like a three three word answer, and then WBU, and I'm like, so I I hit back with you know, hey, I like this and this, and 
you know. But I can't resist this. Like, I want to say she was in her 30s. All right. Like, she was a grown woman. Like, right. I'm not looking for some 22-year-old, like, I'm here. Wait, wait, she's, hey, let me finish the story. It's about, like, the age difference between the two of y'all. I'm trying it. to tell a story. Oh, Lord. You are definitely leading into what chaps my ass. Well, we're going to get it tonight, buddy. Because you already chapped mine. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm, dealing, so, I'm dealing with a Mr. Rogers episode. I ask her, I'm like, hey, you know, what do you got going on? You know? And she hits me with, like, oh, I'm stuck taking care of my sick grandmother. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with that. Okay. I'm like, yeah, like, I literally, I'm like. Well, it's not that you're taking care of your grandma. We're like, but but I'm what I'm saying is we're, like, less than 10 total messages in exchanging. Huh. And you drop sick grandma. And I'm like, man, I don't even know where to go with that. And, like, I, it took me a while. To think, like, what do I say? Do I ask questions? Like, like it's really none of my business if her grandma has the flu or freaking lung cancer. So eventually, like, after a few hours, sorry to hear your grandma's sick. I hope she feels better soon. And then it was weird. And she, she just said, like, thanks. And I tried to engage her again. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, okay, I don't get anything, like, for, like, two days. Like, all right, whatever, that, you know, ran its course. All of a sudden, like, a morning that I knew I was going to be busy, I was going to the Garth Brooks concert. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really have time for these kind of shenanigans today. Mm-hmm. She hits me up with a good morning, how are you? I'm like, all right, cool. So I hit her back, hey, how's it going? And I said, all right, whatever, I'm busy, I'm doing things. Next day, I'm like, all right, you know, let me let me hit her up, say hi. Hit her up, I get, this number is no longer in service. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, it made me laugh. I literally laughed. Because I'm like, well, she blocked me. All I did was be friendly. I'm like, I guess that's how this how this type of interaction ends. I guess I need to figure out how to be more engaging in the messaging environment. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm just, I'm working. I'm trying to ask questions. Find some common ground, and I'm getting nothing in return. Uh, I, I, I don't, 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 don't even fall into that that pitfall. And like that, be you, and just you know, people, whoever is gonna like want to interact, because because it was you, because you are not that dissimilar from me. Communication is oh, imagine and, and, and like and, and talking, being able to actually talk. So if she was like, like you, like you're way better natured and patient than I am. So I would like, you know, that, you know, so one word answers wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone 10. It'd have been like the first three and like, okay, well, all right. So that's it. I wouldn't even make an announcement. Like I have. Like you said, this is my first, this is my first one. Like. I'm like, I have no idea how this is actually supposed to go. There, like, there's, there's, I'm trying not to drop like cheesy ass lines. No rules. There's no rules. Apparently not. No, you just just the only rule is you be you. And like I said, and if she's not interested, who cares? Right. right. Next. Now I have been messaging with another another woman who seems nice enough. She 
she has been a little more engaging. So I'm, you know, hopeful that that uh, that goes, you know, at least somewhere, at least conversationally. We'll see what develops. Yeah, because first you got the main objective is you got to find out whether or not she's crazy. That's the first thing that like like. For philosophy on this, which again leads to what you just said, oh. I'm a little more good natured, a little more patient. <laughs> like Seal said, you gotta find we all are just a little bit crazy, right? Like this experience made me actually like have to sit down and think what I'm actually looking for, mm-hmm. because again, my whole thought process is my whole entire life is oh well, let's just talk and. See what happens. You know what I mean. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there isn't, but there is at the same time. Why? Uh, because I think it ends up where things can go nowhere fast. Well, you don't need because to because there's not there's not an onus. I guess would be the the word to say. I don't I don't quite know how to explain it, but I I realized that. It's not just like like you said about like somebody to talk to, but I also want somebody that like I don't have to talk all the time, uh-huh. especially like with DJing, right? With the podcasts, I'm on a lot, right? At work, I have to kind of I get to be quiet a lot at work now mm-hmm. because I can just pop in headphones and you know a lot of the times. I'm just knocking out my work, right? right? But then there's other times where I have to be on. Being on all the time is exhausting. Uh-huh. You know this, especially in your line of work. Yep. Like, you know, you're in sales. I couldn't do it because of that. Uh-huh. Like, even when I um, when I served my sentence at Walmart uh-huh. and had to be on for eight hours a day, uh-huh. I would leave there exhausted, and all I did was walk around the electronics department. I mean, that's what I mean. I, I, mean, I, I did that when I was a, when I was a retail myself, and, and it, it, having to be on all the time is a taxing deal. But it's like, but here's the thing: that's the reason why when I am having a fun conversation, I, like, I don't have to be on all the time. But when I do, I want it to be a good conversation, right? Kind of like, you know, you and I are both older now. We can't eat fried chicken like we want to all the time. <laughs> so when we so when we do have it, we want it to be good. Right? <laughs> but on the other side, though, when it comes to being fast, the, the, you know, or you know, going over like, say, here's the deal. You and I both love brisket. But if you don't give the perfect time to cook that brisket, <laughs> and you eat it before it's, like, cooked all the way through, you get sick. No, and I think, okay, so to use a brisket analogy mm-hmm. um, to kind of get the point I was trying to get across, because I get what you're saying, you know, low and slow is just fine, right? Mm-hmm. I think that the trap that I've run into multiple times mm-hmm. is that I never turn the grill on. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I do. Yeah, I do. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the adventure goes. Um, but here's the thing, though. In this new age... Because we're all talking about like women empowerment as well, right? It's okay. It's and it's, it's also okay for her to turn the damn grill on. No, I I, I disagree. Okay, so so like because if you're not thinking that way about somebody, it's not because you wouldn't, but you hadn't. But if she's thinking that way, then again, it's imperative through that she also she wants that type of relationship with you to turn the damn thing on herself. Like, <laughs> like, like, 
and it's not it's like coming upon men like this in this era of of equality and approach and relationships and life and all that stuff between men and women that who turns on the the stove first it doesn't matter it's someone turn off the damn turn on the damn stove right and like and that's equally her responsibility as it is yours another thing i think i'm um trying to figure out like i said you know i i said you know i want somebody i can talk to but also not have to all the time mm -hmm. I, I think that i think that a couple works well when they have mutual interests and their own interests mm -hmm. you know and and even even some of their mutual interests that they don't do everything together even if it is a mutual interest mm -hmm. So, for example, mm -hmm. if I was to date a woman that plays golf, right. that's great. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to go every round with her. Well, at least not on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you should be with your boys, you know? Right. And sometimes when you're golfing, you just want to be by yourself. Now, good luck doing that at the course down here. It was nice. One of the nice things back home is I could every once in a while I could get out as a single and not have to interact with anybody else on a or on a whole round of golf. And it was nice. You throw the headphones in, you go and you do your thing. I think we got to get you like forty or fifty miles out of Houston to accomplish that, my friend. Right? No kidding. So now I can go and accomplish that. You know, going and walking or. You know, there's other ways to accomplish that kind of take take some alone time, take a, take some get right with your thoughts time. Mm -hmm. You know, because even even if things are nice and going well mm -hmm. in your life, sometimes you just need that you know couple hours of just let me gather and just do me put everything away. You know, especially lately, I've been so stinking busy with, mm -hmm. you know, three podcasts, the videos mm -hmm. that I'm trying to do, trying to learn everything as I go, that I end up a jumble. And, like, I had it actually happen last week at one point mm -hmm. where I ended up with this, like, overdone paralysis. Like, I had so much stuff on my to-do list. I still have most of it still on my to-do list. And I just shut down. And I sat down mm -hmm. and watched TV for like four hours. And then I'm done with it. I'm like, oh, damn it. Why did I do that? Mm -hmm. At the same time, I was like, fine to feel refreshed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know feeling. I don't know. That felt like a jumbled mess of a segment. Mm -hmm. But we're going to go to one that we're bringing back. And it is what chaps my ass. Go ahead. and You, you got one? I do. Hit me with it, Elliot. What chaps your ass? I went first last time. It is what has chapped my ass. It's been this perpetual argument that the WNBA players should, they only play 204 games a year and whatever, the whole bill. I said, they 204? That's the total games. Total, in total, well, you can put all the teams. The whole league. The whole league plays 204 games. How many is this per team? I mean, they don't even play. They don't play eighty-two games during the course of the summer. It's like maybe. Well, and, uh, I mean, we'll have, we'll have to look it up. How many teams are there? So you're 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 theoretically like we're talking twenty games a team. 
Roughly, I mean, it's it's like basically like a college season. College seasons are longer than that. I mean, you know, I would we'll have to look it up like for an, for another show. But how many? But it's two hundred and four total games that they play during the season. All right, that they should be paid at the same amount that the NBA players are getting paid. Right. Are we sure they're not? And it's just because they play a quarter of the games that they're making a quarter of the salary? I haven't gotten that scientific about it. I haven't got that. I haven't done I'm that. just saying fractions are a thing. Yeah, fractions are a thing. Because if you're playing a fraction of the amount of okay, well, here's the thing. You know, current NBA players only play 55, 60 games a season out of the 82 anyway. So there's that. But that's a whole other argument because that's another thing that chaps my ass about the NBA period. But we're not gonna go there right now. This topic that we're dealing with right now is look, I here's the thing. In my commentary with all this, like look, I love watching the WNBA. I love watching women's sports. I said, I don't I I don't this is not about a question of talent or anything like that, but also like the people that are making this argument are asking me to deny my business experience, what I've been taught about supply and demand and money and revenue and how all of that works, right? If that, you're like, no, it's not, like, you're not, you don't make NBA money, so you don't get paid NBA salaries. Like, you're still being subsidized by the NBA, paying 60%. Of your revenue, so so like, and I'm all about independent women, right? I really am all about. I really, really, really am. Brian's never gonna get a match again. As I said, but 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 here's the thing, though. Like, you catch wind of this episode, yeah. Like now, because because this whole episode, this whole situation makes me want to break wind sometimes, because that's what it smells like when they start trying to make an argument. I mean, like, so we did do a whole episode on this already, right? We did. And my ass is chapped. I mean, look, <laughs> it's, it's still chapped. It's still chapped because they won't let. Like, it's like, like, look, there are, there are being there's issues that get ignored each and every time. Like, first of all, you're demanding because if men don't watch women's NBA basketball, men are considered sexist because we like to watch men play basketball, but we don't like to watch. But I asked women this question. I was like, but. Okay, so why is it that see you like watching the men play basketball? They're like, yeah. So why is it that you don't like watching the women? They're like, uh, uh, so, okay, so because y'all are over half of the population and y'all not going to these games, right? Why is the onus put on men to watch both? That's not that's not right. It's like, if we're all about equality, you need to hold your sisterhood accountable. Like, why aren't you holding? Why aren't y'all going supporting your sisters playing in the WNBA? Like, going and selling out the arenas. There's millions. You know, I actually have another little theory to put in here. What? Is that the M- the WNBA starts like what right after the finals or mm-hmm. starts right during the NBA playoffs now because they, cause, but, because it was always the case but yeah go ahead, go ahead. finish my theory go ahead I wonder if while they're filling in a gap in the year mm-hmm. that there isn't basketball I wonder if they are also suffering from basketball fatigue probably the NBA playoffs are what two months. Yeah. Of high stakes basketball. Uh huh. I will say this. We don't necessarily now this coming year I will be back at it. Mm-hmm. But like if the XFL said we're gonna wait two weeks to start mm-hmm. after the Super Bowl, I think they're starting the the following week. Mm-hmm. 
I'd be okay with that too. Like, just to take a breather. Right. And I wonder if they are suffering from, and, and we're going deep into something that I really want to go deep into. Yep, but, but we're talking about this. <laughs> you ask, this is that this I, is, I wonder if they're suffering from basketball fatigue. Wait. You get through the finals, all those high stakes games, and then you're going to first five games of the season, and you're just like, eh, I'm going to take a break. Then it's just like with working out and eating right. Mm -hmm. There's a segue in there. It's real easy when you take a break to keep taking a break mm -hmm. and keep taking a break. Wait. And all of a sudden, you're the whole way through the season. You're like, oh, yeah, I was going to come back to that. And then, yeah, well, it's too far now. I don't know anything. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a TV show that you miss half the season. Mm -hmm. You're going to bother watching. Now, streaming has taken care of that where you can go back and watch them. Mm -hmm. On your own time. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, there is a segue in what I was saying. Mm -hmm. And that segue goes into what chaps my ass. Which is? So, I have started doing some work on me. That's only chapping my ass right now. Let's just talk about this one. Well, I'm just no kidding. Some work on me, because you know it's going to lead to me whooping your ass in a few weeks. <laughs> anyway, definitely don't want to revisit that. Know your role. <laughs> and... <laughs> Take your own adventure now. My turn. Based on what I said about inertia, that when you take a break, it's really easy to keep taking a break. Mm -hmm. I know this about myself, that if I want to go to the gym, I need to go immediately after work. I am not enough of an early morning person to get up at 4.30 in the morning, mm -hmm. go to the gym, and then go to work. Mm -hmm. No. I'm not that functional that early. Mm -hmm. So I have to go after work. And the reason I have to go after work, can't come home first. Cannot come home first. Mm -hmm. If I come home and I start hanging out with Patty and I pull in the driveway and Toro's crying to come over. You're done. Because little buddy cries like he's getting beat when I pull in that driveway. Mm -hmm. He's not. He just wants to be over here that badly. Mm-hmm. And play with his friends. And have a real tough time. Then turn around 20 minutes later, putting him back over the fence. And leaving after I left Patty alone all day. Right. I feel very guilty. Mm -hmm. Like, leaving her for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. I feel very guilty. So, what I've started doing mm -hmm. is on days I'm going to the gym, mm -hmm. I come home for lunch. This is the beauty of working 10 minutes from home. Mm -hmm. Is that I can come home, eat my salad and chicken, let Patty out, and get back with 10 minutes to spare. And grab my gym shorts and, you know, shirt if I need it. Usually I wear the shirt that I'm planning on because I can get away with wearing t-shirts a couple days a week. Mm -hmm. Then I'll go to the gym after work. Because now I have given Patty a break in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad about leaving her at home for an extra couple hours. Mm -hmm. This is a long way to get to actually what chaps my ass. What chaps my ass is how crowded the gym is after work. I am not the only inertia player in the game. What's nice, the gym I'm going to, the treadmills aren't crowded. Mm -hmm. The gym that I used to go to... Treadmill's crowded. Oh my god, Like you could not find a treadmill, a bike, an elliptical. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm trying those damn ellipticals. I, that, that's a recipe for Brian to bust his ass. Real talk. I am not that coordinated. <laughs> right. <laughs> that just looks hard to stay upright. Treadmills usually aren't the problem. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they've ne- they haven't been a problem yet. Mm-hmm. Been enjoying my treadmill time. But then when I go to lift, not even close to enough of these machines. The other day I'm there, and I have a real simple workout. Some rows, some chest press, lat pulls, butterflies, mm. you know, tricep extensions. I need to get bicep curls involved. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm trying to pair things up, push-pull, you know? You know, I had donut curls. I... Well, listen, I've done a bunch of 12-ounce curls this evening. The, uh, you know those Dunkin' Donut Krillers? You mean those, those, those are that Krillers? Yeah. You no. know Last time I was there a couple days ago, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I got, I'm doing lap pulls, and there's a cable set up with the exact bar I want for the cable for tricep extensions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, awesome. I'm going to jump on that next. I'm like... I'm doing four sets of each exercise, and I'm in the middle of set number three, and some dude walks over mm-hmm. and starts using that. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't use it for tricep extensions. Mm-hmm. He drops the pulley down and starts doing cable curls. And then takes forever. Other spot, there's there's two different bars I'm okay with using for that particular exercise. Both of them occupied. Right. I can't find another one. I'm like, I can't just stand here and wait. Like, so I end up, that's when I went and did the butterflies. I wander back over after I do the front and back butterflies. Uh-huh. These guys are still on it. Guys, you can't just monopolize these machines. Like, get in, get out. Stop messing around. Push them around. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be, you know, but I will say this. All the people that were monopolizing machines, they were already in shape. Right. Let this fatty have a chance. <laughs> I'm trying, dude. Right. And actually, the same day, I'm doing the seated rows, and there's two chest press machines. Uh-huh. Like, literally, I'm facing them as I'm doing the seated rows. Uh-huh. This girl is sitting in the chest press machine directly across from me, not doing chest press. What is she doing? Literally just sitting there talking on the phone. Just walked over, we got her number. And I'm, like, I'm like, what is she doing? Like, because I'm trying to... Waiting for her, you to ask her her number. I, I don't know about that all that, buddy. I finished the rows. Thankfully, the other chest press machine next to her uh-huh. opens up. Uh-huh. So I, real quick, jump on that one. Uh-huh. Start doing my thing. Then she finally starts doing some reps. Uh-huh. But then it's back on the phone in between. It takes forever between sets. Uh-huh. There's some other woman standing on the other side of her, on like waiting for this machine, and I'm just like, get off your phone! Like, and there is a sign in this gym that says "cell phone conversations in the lobby only." Uh-huh. But I mean, how are they gonna enforce it? Wait, it's, Bluetooths and stuff. Like, it's rules, man. It's rules. The but rules are arbitrary. They are. Have you not been watching the arbitrary and not followed? Have you have you, have you, have you not been paying attention to the politics? <laughs> uh, there's, there's, there's a way to get around every law. I don't think the rules at the gym were laws. <laughs> that's my point exactly. I think that's where we're going to kind of wrap it up. We're going to do a little shorter version of what chaps my ass. Only one mm-hmm. for each of us. Right. Because we are quite a ways into the episode. Right. So, thank you for listening to this podcast. Is none of those things. Mm-hmm. Catch us on social media. Facebook at none of those things. Also, the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook page. Got it right. Right. Catch us on Instagram at this.those. Catch us on Twitter at this underscore those. 
We are still taking nominations for the Greatest Rock Band of All Time Tournament. So hit us up on all the social medias with those nominations. Or drop us an email. This podcast is none of those things at gmail.com. Hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform that you're listening to us on. Or hit the favorite button. They're, They're different for each one. Drop a rating on us, little five stars, maybe even a little review action. Tell your friends, share the links. Once again, thank you very much for listening to this podcast is None of Those Things. That wasn't bad that time. We will see you next time.